Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Hello, everyone. This is Gina Thies, and I'm here with, well, not here, here, because we're on what, a lockdown, but we're uh, we're always on. We're we're always like not here, here. (laughs) But that's Katrina Wynn that you're hearing with another episode of Oracle Soup. And this time, in these times, we're going to be talking about, I don't know, I kind of like talking about being an introvert. I tell people, you can't, I'm very shy and quiet if you hadn't noticed. So (laughs) we're going to talk about introverts uh, in this time or in times of um, a global lockdown. In other words, the whole world has sort of come over to our side of existence. Yes. We're used to being sort of solitary and and are really used to taking care of ourselves and know how to reach out and connect with friends like right now. And but there's a lot of people I have compassion for that are more extroverted, used to being active, being in the world, having physical contact, and then they're struggling. So we're kind of going to look at both sides of that. What's it like right. to be maybe forced to be an introvert when it isn't your natural way of being? Right. In our typical traditional fashion, we choose a card to talk about that represents our topic. And we have decided on the two of swords to represent and talk about. So that's uh, really, you know, we came to the conclusion and looking at, as always, our different perspectives and experiences with the card. And to me, the, the two of swords, which is the moon and Libra, has to do a lot with self-introspection and being at an impasse. Um, but you don't necessarily pull energy from around you to make these decisions. Like you really can't, you, you may be weighing options, but it's also about, you know, in, in typical, the writer weight, you have a figure that's sitting. Um, sometimes the people will illustrate this figure as being blindfolded, which means, you know, you're not seeing out to the world, you're seeing within, you're paying attention to some own inner guidance, inner voice, right? And what I would add to that, especially with that Waitsmith Smith image, is those two swords are crossing the woman that's sitting with the uh, blindfold uh, across her heart. So there's also something about protecting the heart and also knowing that that decision this way or that way needs to come from the heart. And the blindfold itself, to me, says, and the answer doesn't need to come from the outside. It needs to come from your third eye, which is your other way of seeing which we think of as the sixth chakra. 
So, right. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of movement when you look at the card. Um, typically, this figure is seated on a stone cube and not going anywhere. So it's like being in place, not walking, not uh, just just sitting. And uh, I know I've been doing a lot of sitting uh, <laughs> as usual. Um, but you know being surrounded by water so that's going into the subconscious right pulling some some uh information from your own subconscious you don't have anywhere to look to but self and so uh that seemed to be a very fitting card so we're going to move with that very much so about these times and how we're all being invited to turn our own awareness inward and not to be so focused or even obsessed i might say about what's going on in the outside world because we've been given this beautiful gift of being able to focus on our inner world through that sixth chakra. So thank you so much. I think you're gonna enjoy what we have to share today from our combined wisdom. And we invite you to stick around a little bit longer and hear the rest of our podcast here at Oracle Soup. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair. And join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. Welcome our dear podcast family all over the world. And you know, it's interesting, Gina and I, Gina Thies, my orc soup sister, uh, and I'm Katrina Wynn. You know, we've been doing this podcast for, I don't know, four or five years now. I think we're going into years five or six. Yes, yes. And April is officially our anniversary, end of April. And there's something about um, the fact that nothing's really changed for us. You know, here we are in what would be considered a, a time of global lockdown. And we're just a little couple of introverts who come out of our safe little spaces and talk to you every now and then. And that hasn't changed at all. Oh, absolutely not. I, I, I tell you, um, I, I have um, a son who's very much um, a homebody introvert, and um, I have two sons. Um, one of them has learned to um, adapt, uh, but the other one, he's like, he doesn't, it hasn't phased him at all because that's, he's always a homebody and inside, and he has his online community and friends and things like that. But going out in the world, it's there's no there is just another day um you know other than going to work and home right uh so for uh myself uh as a hermit my birth cards are moon hermit um i'm i'm right there i'm like okay i can find so much to feed myself which is typical of introverts right introverts get their energy from within whereas extroverts get the energy from without or through other sources other outside sources so most people think of those things of oh you're outgoing you're this you're that well introverts can be very outgoing they can compensate when they need to but it just gets overwhelming to constantly have to give that energy and look for that energy source outside uh, and we so home and recharge our own battery we oh absolutely outside people to charge our battery and that's why as i have so much compassion for people right now who are typically more extroverted because they're not getting the charge that they usually get you see and in a way, it's kind of like they come over to our side of the moon, <laughs> the introverted, the dark side of the moon, to where 
and, and I have to say this, and I'm going to say this from a completely biased point of view, but it's a huge relief for me. I'm to be an introvert who's kind of pushed out into an extroverted world. There's a lot of adapting that has to happen. It's not very comfortable most of the time, but like Gina and I, we've learned incredible uh, adaptive skills for doing that. And so a lot of people don't even notice that we're introverts, but the right. loving this introvert, like come on over to my side and experience life the way I do. Cause I love it. I love the quiet. I love the peace. It's like, uh, I've talked to a lot of introverted friends and we were, some of us are just in bliss. I, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, to it, it, it takes some work to be able to um, do that energy and put out that energy. I don't know about you, Katrina, but for me, I, I, it, as as a reader, and you know, I I'm I, I'm an event reader, so I've got you know a, a busy events that I'm reading at, and I've got to be on. And I and and people will often well, doesn't it exhaust you? And as you spoke about, no, because I have adaptive skills that I, I, I can do it. Reading energizes me. I can get to it. I'm not superwoman, but really you can compensate to be able to get out there and do those sorts of things. But at the end of it, my idea of a really great time is that I get to come and absorb myself in a hot bath and a good book. That's an introvert thing that, you know, holla if you hear me on that, because it's like, yeah, my, my idea of a good time, you know, for an extrovert, it would be, oh, I've got to go out and I've got to be with my friends and, oh, I've got to go see what's going on and be with the latest grade and do what the crowd's doing. For an introvert, we're going, oh my, God, can we reschedule this? Can we, we want to talk ourselves out of it? You yeah. know, just like hopefully this gets rescheduled and I don't have to really go anywhere. So, you know, you know. Recently, I saw this really cool YouTube presentation from a woman who is an introvert and was just telling the whole world about what it's about. And I'm actually going to put a link to that on the webpage here for Oracle Soup. So look to that. But part of what she's saying is that. We do have adaptive skills, and at the same time, we would rather go, let's say, socialize with a group of people by sitting and reading a book or sitting down and talking about the book we're reading. You know, that would be exciting for us. And I do remember one time I did that. I had a boyfriend, and a group of us went camping out in the Sierras, and everybody was playing in the water and having a good time. And I was in like my love space because I found a rock in the sun. And I brought a book with me. I think it was Clan of the Cave Bear or something. And so it was like I was in a prehistoric kind of environment. And I could just really feel that book as I was sitting there. And they thought I was being so antisocial. And they pretty much right. to get into the water with them, which was fun. But not as enjoyable for me as just sitting there with that book. Well, you know, I, as we're presenting a, a, a podcast around the intuitive arts, um, I kind of suspect, now I haven't done any research in this, but I kind of suspect that a lot of people that are interested uh, in the intuitive arts are probably a uh, high percentage are introverts. Uh, or and sensitive people or, yeah very very highly sensitive people because it's all about you your your uh capacity to to absorb energy and how uh you know you you it just kind of comes with the par for the course i'd say Empath, being empathic Absolutely. and um i uh we katrina and i were 
talking, we talk about what shows and what we're going to talk about. And, and I was just noticing that even to go out, just to go to the grocery store. Now I'm in a state with um, a stay at home order. Um, and so what that means, because of the times that we're in, you know, you stay at home, you don't want to be out there be risking yourself with exposures and everything, but to just go out to the, do a quick grocery run, you know, get supplies or whatever. I come back and I'm, utterly exhausted because I think I'm absorbing the, the, it's like, I literally feel not, I, I have not been, uh, you know, I've been blessed with some, some good health, but I feel like, oh my God, this is must, must be what it's like to have this, this, this virus or this illness. And I feel drained and I feel like I just want to come home and go to bed. And there's quite a few people who also, who are these empaths, for instance, or highly sensitive people who we are feeling the moods of the people around us, their sorrows, their difficulties, their challenges. And part of our work, and this is our work as readers too, is how do I differentiate between what's my feeling and what's the, the collectives or the other? And that's how we also keep ourselves healthy. Right. Um, yeah, I often tell people doing this sort of work, you are in tune with a lot of the collective. That's how you pull the information out. Right. Um, and so you, um, uh, I'm revisiting um, ways of doing a lot of spiritual cleansing and spiritual protection protection and energy protection. Uh, I think that's going to be more important for all of us uh, going forward. Uh, I, I, I am, am not looking forward to the amount of PTSD uh, that will be happening uh, that people, you know, in a sense, people have not even time to grieve right now. Uh, so, yes, I you know, been so disturbing some of the realities that are going on. Yeah. Right. So what do we do as people that are are um have signed up to do the work that we're doing you know some people might even call us light workers mm -hmm. oh you know i always use that term and i love it and i think um uh i think a lot of the things that we have been wanting to come forward and be recognized i read an article the other day that they're using reiki um in uh, va hospitals and you know the article was like it shouldn't work so why does it reiki <laughs> uh, a lot of us readers um, I know before I decided to be a reader, I, I, I was initiated into uh, the, the, the arts of, of Reiki, you know, and so I think a lot of us use that work and it, it, it's like we've been sitting and waiting for this recognition of the sort to happen and the, the, the use of what we've been, been doing. And I think it's going to become something that is of the forefront and getting people back to a healthier healing role. I think um, that's not to say that any particular uh, path uh, of faith or anything won't be effective for people, but I think there is a thing of awakening and needing something more, um, which, I, which I hope, which would be great. Uh, everything is not for everybody. Um, but I, I think a lot more um, people are very looking to to resources of and how to get back a sense of normalcy and and more so than a, a financial path. I think um, spirituality will become utterly and, and its methods and resources will become utterly important more so than ever. And some of those resources are even here now. I can tell you there's so many amazing, what if you want to call them light workers or people who are just sharing their teachings free. Uh, even in the Tarot world, I put together a Tarot Mentors Live on Zoom series. 
and there's so many people giving their time, their energy, their wisdom to keep us all active and working on ourselves and preparing ourselves because we are aligned with those changes that are going on. We're not afraid of them. Yeah, yes. Thank you reality. so much for doing that. Um, uh, as, as well. Thank I you mean, for being one of the mentors. <laughs> yes. You know, speaking of Reiki, I don't know how many people know this, but I have this service that typically I'll do like one free day uh, a week, but now I've doubled it to two free days where I do what's called sentient clearing. Okay. And that's at sentientclearing.org. In case people are interested, I'll have a, a link. And that's what I do is I'm, I'm doing like what a lot of people are doing now is that light working and helping each other and making it available. So, because we're all moving together as a collective and that's the key. We're not these little isolated individuals that we might think we are, but we have this time of isolation. If we go deep enough to realize how truly connected we are, especially from our hearts. That is a that is a huge realization for a, a, a lot of what's going on. And those of us that have been in this, I, I call it, and doing it for a long time can see it. We, we've known this. It's like, I almost feel like I've prepared myself for the last 30, 40, 30, 40 years um, to be in this moment, to be able to stand. Um, for, I, I can't explain it, but, you know, I think we know what to do. But it's just that our time is 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 coming, and uh, I feel like I've been preparing for it for a very long time. So, um, in terms of being an introvert, uh, I think that gives us a level of um, it's so, kind of an armor. Um, and at the same time, we know how to protect ourselves because we've been in such an extroverted world. Um, people that help others—that's that's kind of becoming more and more. I realize that's my passion um, in terms of helping. Um, you know, people that want to do this work and sign up for it, you <laughs> have uh, no idea of the things that you'll come across. And, uh, you know, Katrina has been a wonderful resource in terms of uh, learning how to advise and counsel others and what that entails. You know, one of these days we'll do another show about what, what that means. And, um, you know, life is always going to be full of challenges. Mindfulness, the idea of mindfulness is coming into focus more so now, which I don't know if I find particularly useful because it's like you're always in the present and all you can do is be in the present uh, and move forward. But I think uh, the awareness of that is scarier for people that don't have skills to say, okay, what's, what's, what's the plan? You know, what's a plan? Should I have a plan? And so as we close the program, we're inviting you. Think about what your secret superpowers are. You know, especially if you're an introvert, an empath, a highly sensitive person, or just in a new situation where you're isolated and you're not used to it. This is a wonderful time to go inside, find those superpowers. And then there are some incredible resources. Reach out to them. Take advantage of them. I hope you're already doing that. And you know you've got us. We love you. We're going to be here with more Oracle Soups for you with amazing guests with our kitchen table conversations and more topics. And we're always open to your suggestions. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until the next time, be well and be safe. Thank you for spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, 
also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.